From COK Studios in Peter Sagal's Jacuzzi, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Cordell Nutbrock. On today's show, we'll consider the strange political tactics of Donald Trump as part of our 2016 election coverage, Consider the Vote. We'll also consider the dangers of being struck by lightning in our Consider Your Health series. And we'll consider why there's so much blood. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from the Bidet Foundation, helping to educate the world on the benefits of a clean undercarriage since 1904. Visit taintmisbehavin.org. And Netanyahu, the soft drink named after Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Enjoy the refreshing taste of liquid matzah over ice at your next Seder. Netanyahu, shake it. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Cordell Nutbrook. Ever since he announced his candidacy for president, Donald Trump has been causing a stir with his inflammatory comments on a variety of topics, including immigration and the military record of Senator John McCain. Trump has been drawing the ire of some voters and his fellow candidates who see his unapologetic attitude as very unpresidential. But while many are condemning his over-the-top behavior, others admire his willingness to speak his mind, regardless of how many people he alienates in the process. Trump is placing at or near the top in many early polls, but will that translate to voters once the primaries begin? Cordell investigated the Trump campaign strategy in another installment of our 2016 election coverage, Consider the Vote. While speaking at a family leadership summit in Ames, Iowa last Saturday, Donald Trump lashed out at former Republican presidential candidate and Vietnam War hero John McCain, saying that Mr. McCain is only, quote, a war hero because he was captured and that he, quote, likes people who weren't captured. Trump then refused to apologize for this statement and doubled down on his criticism of McCain when asked about it the next day. It was just another instance of candidate Trump being openly insensitive and brutally honest. We love what Donald is doing. It's just him capitalizing on the situation. Mr. Trump's campaign manager, Deuce Bragg, has been crafting the message from the beginning of the campaign, which began in earnest a month ago. Our plan is working out perfectly. What plan is that? The plan to get Donald Trump to the White House. Pay attention, stupid. While the majority of Mr. Trump's disparaging remarks seem like the knee-jerk thoughts of a raging narcissist, Mr. Bragg says that it is actually a carefully crafted campaign strategy. Pay attention. You might learn something. When Mr. Trump announced his candidacy back in June, we knew he was the only one with the gold-plated cojones to say what needed to be said. So when he went off script and said all that stuff about Mexicans being rapists, we knew we struck gold. How so? Are you listening? Hello? People want the truth, and we're giving it to them. Donald isn't afraid to go anywhere, and no topic, and nobody is off limits. Before I had this job, I was a hardcore gambling addict slash entrepreneur. So I told Donald that the best thing to do when people come after him is to double down. It's the basis of the whole campaign. Double down. Can you explain that a bit more, Mr. Bragg? What am I speaking? Mexican? Whatever. When When you tell the truth and people like the Mexicans or John McCain or veterans or women or NBC executives get mad because they don't like it, most people would apologize. But that's loser behavior. To win big sometimes, you gotta lose big first. And that's why you double down. Even if it means losing huge chunks of voters? 
double down. Apologies are weak, and nobody wants a weak president. Even if it means losing business opportunities? Yes, double down. There's always other opportunities for geniuses like Mr. Trump. I couldn't help overhearing you talking about me. Oh, good afternoon, Mr. Trump. How could you hear us? We're in a soundproof booth. I always know when people are talking about me, especially when they're criticizing me, and I make it my job to respond to every single one of my detractors. Mm, indeed. Quiet, you. Deuce here is right. We are doubling down all the way to the White House. Nobody, nobody is as good as I am. That's just the truth, and that's why I can't and won't apologize. In fact, I've never apologized. Really? What did I just say? You haven't even seen how much doubling down we have in the works. Tell him, Deuce. Yeah, we've got all kinds of great things planned for Donald to double down and not apologize for. Wait till you hear what Donald is going to say about Slovenian immigrants and his thoughts on unwed mothers. Wait, isn't your wife Melania from Slovenia? She is, and I'm not going to apologize to her either. She understands it'll be fabulous. Well, I guess it remains to be seen whether the double-down strategy will pay off in the long run. Good luck, Mr. Trump. Luck is for people who want winners. I'm a winner. Ugh. For Consider the Vote, I'm Cordell Nutbrock. Now we turn to our Consider Your Health series. This summer has seen a rise in the number of people killed by lightning, and that has our Alex Truman worried. Alex joins us in the studio to talk about it. Hi, Alex. Hi, Cotter. Now, I know you're very concerned about lightning this summer. Yes, I am. Lightning strikes have killed at least 20 people in the U.S. so far this year, according to the National Weather Service. That's higher than the average for recent years. Now, why is that, Alex? As if the risk of being struck by lightning when you go outside isn't enough, there is actually more evidence that shows most people who are injured or killed by lightning are not struck directly. Instead, the bolt lands nearby. Yikes. Yikes is an understatement. I don't think people realize all the different ways they can be struck by lightning, and that's why you're seeing so many more instances of people being struck. Now, is there a way to help people avoid the dangers of lightning? I suppose, but frankly, if lightning wants to get you, it will. That seems pretty bleak, Alex. I wish I could be more positive about it, but... Interviewing several doctors and a man named Sparky showed me that the myriad ways people can be struck by lightning are just too great. Like what? Going to the beach, going fishing on a lake, showering or bathing during a thunderstorm, using any appliances during a thunderstorm, and talking on a corded phone during a thunderstorm. Now, I think most people could probably avoid doing those things during a thunderstorm. And I bet you could figure out if thunder and lightning were coming at the beach or out on a lake. You'd think so. But you'd be wrong. I already avoid the beach because of jellyfish stings and my rare sand allergy. But now there's just one more reason. Many lightning injuries happen at the beach because the loud surf can make it difficult to hear the thunder. And by the time you realize it, you're a crispy critter, Cotter. I think if people use common sense, they'll be okay. Tell that to Sparky. He knew what to do in case of lightning, but it didn't help him. Poor Sparky. So there's no advice you can give? Yes. Stay indoors and away from all electrical devices or plumbing if it even looks a little bit cloudy out. You never know when a run-of-the-mill white cloud will turn dark and become charged with deadly lightning. That seems a bit extreme to me. 
You would say that if you bet Sparky. That guy is best up. Poor Sparky. Poor, poor Sparky. Well, you've given us some good food for thought, as always. Just remember, everyone, lightning is dangerous, and it will look for you. It will find you, and it will kill you. It's the Liam Neeson of weather. Thanks for coming by, Alex. You're welcome. That's it for this week's episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you want more from the best-looking news team in public radio, go to our website, considerourknowledge.com, for more news and stories. You can also follow us on Twitter for more news updates, at ConsiderOurKnow. And don't forget to like us on Facebook. You can download Consider Our Knowledge at Stitcher.com and at iTunes. If you want to contribute to Consider Our Knowledge and help us keep making NPR's finest parody, go to our homepage and click the Support COK button, which will take you to Patreon, where you can make a secure $5 monthly donation. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley. From COK Studios in Peter Sagel's jacuzzi, this is Consider Our Knowledge. And I'm Gordon Nutbrock. <laughs> I didn't say my name. <laughs> <laughs> Jumping the gun! <laughs> <laughs>